0: Love Talk Radio. Dr. Anonymous Show 117,
1: Thursday night.
0: From the grassroots of medicine and social networking, this is the Dr. Anonymous Show live on Blog Talk Radio. I'm, of course, your favorite physician host. My name is Mike, but my friends like you call me Dr. A. You can always find me at Dr. Anonymous. It takes you to my blog, which I should probably be updating more. I've been trying to work on that. Uh, DrAnonymous.net. That brings you to my Facebook fan page. Shout out to all of you out there who are my Facebook fans of the show. Appreciate that. And you can also go to DrAnonymous.org, and that takes you right to my iTunes page where you can subscribe to this show and get all you can handle of me. Very exciting. Today is Thursday, September 17, 2009. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Time, or as we call in these parts, Rock Dog Time. And it is just four weeks, just 28 days, until Blog World Expo, specifically, the uh, MedBlogger programming track, the MedBlogger meetup at Blog World Expo in Las Vegas. I'll be talking about that more a little bit in this show here uh, tonight. So, very excited about that. I do have some news stories I'll be sharing with you. There'll be some serious news stories and some non serious news stories. Also uh, sharing some stories from uh, the world of medicine and health, including some uh, talk about flu, like it's not already in the news. Uh, But before we get to that, I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for featuring the show again tonight. For those of you who are new to the show, welcome to the show. For those of you who don't know, yes, I am a real Physician, I am a family physician in full-time private practice here in beautiful northeastern Ohio. Uh, I've uh, had this show for two years now, and I have my blog for uh, about three years now. And uh, very excited for having you joining us, either live or on the archives. And before I go to my first break here, I do want to give a hi and hello and a shout-out to the friendliest chat room here on Blog Talk Radio. Hello, chat room. We have Cop. Uh, We have a guest. We have Kimmy. We have Mother Jones. We have The Burl. And uh, shout out to the Burl there. Hope you're feeling better. He, was, uh, he had to ditch his show early last night because he was, he was feeling good. I diagnosed him spontaneously, well, spontaneously, simultaneously with Ebola virus, swine flu, seasonal flu. That's right, but he is well enough to, sh- to show up to this show here this evening. I appreciate that. We have Ben from the woodshed crew. We have Dabulani checking in all the way from across the pound over there in, I think, England, Great Britain. So, again, uh, this is a truly international show here this evening. We also have Ramona and also the J-Man, the uh, the Fantasy Football Commissioner, is checking in with us all. I'll also be touching a little bit on uh, fantasy football. I know... uh, Probably I'm the only one that cares uh, that is interested in that. Uh, you probably are not, uh, but <laughs> uh, so uh, so yeah so um, so yeah I will we uh, will take my break uh, right here and let me find my uh, let me find my music here because this is live and I have to try to make this look as professional as possible. Uh, you are listening to the uh, Doctor Anonymous show. Here live on Blog Talk Radio, and oh boy, there we go. And uh, of course, I am a featured speaker at Blog World Expo, the Med Blogger Programming Track, which will be taking place four weeks from today. You can find out more information at our good friend, fl- good friend, Click on the tab Blog World, and we will be right back. right curing that pesky rash just with the sound of my voice this is the doctor anonymous show live on blog talk radio so yes let's uh let's talk about some news stories here some interesting news stories we'll start off from the world of health and medicine and we'll just start off with this theme right here and we'll go into our stories (music) Leading off here this evening, just uh, just this week, that's right, swine flu news. Oh, I'm sorry, H1N1 news. Excuse me. You may have heard in the news this week that the uh, FDA approved a version of the H1N1. In one vaccine, there have been a lot of discussion about that over the past few months. It's looking to be two shots, it's going to be one shot. Who's going to get it? Blah blah blah. So it looks like it's looking like it's going to be uh, a one shot deal, literally. But there's more information here. I will share this story from our friends. At the the Food and
2: Drug Administration has approved the new swine flu vaccine, meaning mass vaccinations can start as soon as next month. Health and Human Services I'm Secretary I'm Kathleen I'm Sebelius told Congress I'm that limited supplies should start trickling out the first week of October.
3: Once ready, the vaccine will be shipped through a central distribution system and available in up to 90,000 sites around the country.
2: Two weeks later, near the middle of the month, about 45 million doses should arrive. Additional shipments should continue to arrive at schools and clinics throughout the fall and winter.
3: I think at this point we're doing everything we can to get people ready and, and provide for some alternative. But part of it is to diminish, hopefully, the strain on hospitals by encouraging people to uh, go to the website to learn more, to call a primary care provider and urge them to just take steps that they would with the regular flu.
2: The government has ordered 195 million doses but says it will order more if there's enough demand. In a usual year about hundred million Americans get the flu vaccine, however it is unclear whether the H1N1 strain will prompt higher demand. Because the vaccine now has FDA approval, it meets government quality standards and is made properly. Last week it was announced that people getting the swine flu vaccine will need only one dose. And that protection should kick in in a little more than a week. Brian Thomas, The Associated Press.
0: So, so we'll see. We'll see if this adds to the fuel of the fire of the hype surrounding the swine flu and the swine flu vaccine. Cop is asking me in the chat room there, do you trust it? It's a good question. Uh, I admit that uh, I have not had the time to look at the studies on this thing. Um, I was I was doubtful that they could get it down to one dose, but apparently that they uh, they have. Uh, but you know, I I, uh, I I don't know. I and I I have been I have been telling my patients. You know, because we're we're in we're in rural America here, ninety thousand sites across the country. I am not thinking that this rural town here is going to be one of those sites. I'm just saying. So, you know, I've I've been really pushing the seasonal flu vaccine, and I'm gonna tell everybody here that uh, I just uh, I I did receive my own. Uh, uh seasonal flu vaccine uh, this week uh, and I encourage you uh to do that, especially, you know, if you're in one of those uh, you know type of high risk type of groups there. But uh but yeah, you know, it's it I, I think I think a lot of it is just uh, I, I I don't know. I just I really don't know. Um but uh yeah I, I have I have patients every day in my office uh, you know, talking about this, and, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm not sure, I'm not sure, you know, if we're going to get any of this stuff. I don't know if anybody in this part of the state is going to get any of this stuff, uh, but uh, I know the, the press is, uh, is on a kind of a full court press to, uh, to get this out there, to, to get people all hyped up about this. Uh, but I, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I've been telling my patients, you know, I wouldn't expect anything, even though they're, they're targeting the end of this month or the, the the beginning or middle of October, to expect it. I'm telling my patients, I'm not really sure. I'm still really, really doubtful about this, uh, and uh, we're gonna kind of gonna kind of see what happens here. Uh, let's see, we have a caller here. Let's see who this is. Area code six six one. Who is this? Hello. Okay, maybe they maybe they're just listening there. Maybe they're just listening. That's fine. I encourage you to, uh, if, especially if you're having uh, uh, problems listening to the show, you can, you can you can you can even call in and listen if you like. Uh, but yeah, that's, you know, this, this, uh, swine flu thing is going to be a, an ongoing type of, uh, ongoing type of thing. So we're going to see how each, each, uh, each day and each week plays out on this deal. Uh, now the next story here, you probably heard this already, you know, this just came out within the last uh, couple of days, the Senate, the Senate, uh, or actually the, I, I forget which committee it is, but, uh. Uh, A senator has uh, forwarded his proposal for a health care bill. I don't know if it's on behalf of the Senate or on behalf of this Senate committee. But here's the story here, and uh, we'll uh, share this with you right now.
1: After weeks of trying to win over Republicans, Senate Finance Committee Chairman Max Baucus had to go it alone. This is our chance to reform health care in America. We cannot let this opportunity pass. His bill would cost $856 billion over 10 years, paid for by cuts in government health programs and new taxes and fees. Instead of a government-run insurance program, it calls for co-ops to compete with private insurance companies. Individuals have to buy insurance. Anyone who doesn't faces a penalty. It includes provisions to prevent illegal immigrants from obtaining health insurance. And prevents federal funds from being used to pay for abortions, except in certain cases. It protects those with pre-existing conditions. It's very important. It prevents insurance companies from discriminating and capping coverage. And it requires insurance companies to sell and renew a policy to anyone who applies,
2: so long as a policyholder pays their premium in full.
1: As expected, the plan drew fire from Republicans.
2: Even without a government plan, the proposals we've seen would force employers to pay a tax if they can't afford insurance for their employees. Employers have warned that this provision would kill jobs. The bills and the president's own plan, which we've yet to see the details of, propose, quote, Medicare savings. Nice words for Medicare savings. Cuts. While no
1: Republicans currently support the bill, Baucus says he'll keep trying. The plan, meanwhile, got lukewarm support at the White House. I do
0: think uh, uh, the introduction of the legislation is an important building block uh, and gets us closer to comprehensive health care reform.
1: But some Senate Democrats have voiced concerns about this proposal. Some prefer a public option. Others say it doesn't do enough to make health insurance more affordable for the middle class. These are issues Senate Democratic leaders will have to confront if they are to get an overhaul bill through the Senate. Jerry Bodlander, The Associated Press, Capitol Hill.
0: Now uh, this is not you know obviously this is not a political show. I'm not going to uh, analyze the uh, political uh, you know, ramifications on this. I mean, you know there are various outlets and websites and uh, cable channels to do the analysis of uh, of uh, of this, whether you believe it's a it's, it's a uh, it's a viable solution or political posturing or whatever. This is just kind of the next step in the debate health care reform or what some people are calling health insurance reform and uh, this is this is definitely a moving target also Um, and it is also something that uh, that I get questions on as well every day from my patients there's a lot of people who uh, who who support both sides uh, of the issue here and uh, it is uh, is generating some, uh, uh, you know, some good debate. I, I think people are, are, uh, you know, becoming uh, more aware of the issues. You know, whether it's on one political extreme or the other. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what this uh, what this press conference uh, does this week to uh, to the debate, whether it advances debate or it it or it entrenches uh, both sides. Uh, you know, on their side and and doesn't really do anything uh, to the debate, Uh, but this just came out this week, and uh, it'll be interesting uh, to follow uh, what is going to happen. Now, to to switch gears a little bit in the uh, health and medicine realm here, uh, this was an interesting story. You may have, this, this, this story here is a couple of weeks old, but uh, I think it's very interesting from a clinical standpoint, from a patient standpoint. Have you heard about this patient uh, who apparently is crying, crying uh, uh, tears, crying? I mean, uh, yeah, redness, yeah, uh, blood. You know, uh, uh, and it's it's an interesting clinical story. I did do some research on it, which and I, which which really kind of uh, uh, makes me more confused about it. Here is a background story here, just kind of touching the surface here. I thought it was an interesting uh, clinical uh, situation here, but here's the story.
4: It sounds like something out of a movie, a boy who cries tears of blood. But for this Tennessee teenager, it's real life. A local TV station reports that Calvino Inman was bleeding from his eyes for the last several months. It apparently happens at least three times a day. The 16-year-old traveled to Memphis in hopes of getting answers.
5: Why don't you look that that way?
4: Inman underwent eight hours of tests at the University of Tennessee Health Science Center on Tuesday.
5: I'm excited because from what I've heard, this is going to be the doctor to find everything out.
4: Dr. James Fleming has seen several cases of bloody tears during his career, and he says there can be a number of causes.
0: We found a number of young people that have episodes of tearing with blood. They go into their nose, can come out their mouth and their eyes, and over time, it apparently just stops. And as long as we find no major growth or tumor or other problems, then we're going to watch him.
4: Although the test didn't reveal what was causing the tears, Dr. Fleming says he's not giving up.
6: Relieved and kind of still wondering. I- I'm wanting to know. Of course, you know, I want to know more. I want to know what it is.
4: Doctor Fleming says the Hamilton Eye Institute has examined hundreds of patients who cry bloody tears. He said in all but four cases, they were able to determine the cause. Calvino Inman hopes to be another case solved. Diane Kepley, the Associated Press. So,
0: I mean, if you do a Google search on this thing, I mean, it's a, you see the pictures of this kid. I mean, I feel, I feel really bad about it, you know, and uh, I think Ramona just uh, threw something up there in the chat room. Uh, so it's, it's uh, and I think I've Twittered and, and put this out on Facebook before, I mean, you, you kind of don't want to be a medically interesting patient, uh, you know, for obvious reasons, uh, but um, I'll be curious to kind of follow this story and, and, and to see what happens to this kid. I feel bad for him. Uh, we'll, we're, we're, uh, well, hopefully an explanation uh, can be found and uh you know obviously this uh condition can be can be treated uh so moving on here uh, just a couple more stories here from the health and medicine uh, segment here uh you know sometimes i'm uh, sometimes i'm uh, kind of you know a little bit difficult and and hard on uh uh, yeah I can't believe I said that uh, on celebrities you know for just drawing attention to themselves and you're not really caring about anything else uh, but there there's a couple of news stories here from 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 a from a medical standpoint as far as you know making people aware of, of of cancer situations and uh I just wanted to cover a couple a couple of stories here uh, you know i i i uh, I've been uh, I was following uh you know the 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 u s open tennis tournament uh at the beginning of this month. And uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, John McEnroe said, uh, you know, it's a prostate cancer uh, uh, awareness month. His his father was diagnosed uh, with prostate cancer. That is part of him, uh, you know, supporting uh, increased awareness uh, of this issue. Uh, So this is an interesting story here. I mean, I, I, I think people should, you know, should, should really take you know uh, more of an, uh, a proactive role in, in in making people aware of, of some of these sometimes tragic uh, conditions.
1: Tennis great John McEnroe is on the campaign trail. That is a campaign to promote prostate cancer screening for men his age. His father was diagnosed with the disease in 2006.
7: It hits home, obviously, with a family member, but I guess part of why I'm here is to try to be, get people to be more educated and more aware and more... Proactive than when something bad happens. Um, fortunately, my dad's doing well now but um, My thing is that uh, I've tried to maintain an active lifestyle healthy lifestyle. I think it's paid dividends for me It helps, helps me make better decisions. It's a big epidemic in our country I think people are too sedentary not taking good enough care of themselves A lot of cases guys are afraid to go to the doctor. Yeah, I'm okay. Don't worry about it So you got to get pushed by the misses to do it which is important. We're same guys that drive around Manhattan endlessly, lost, and not ask anyone for directions. So I think to try to change that attitude a bit. And this is a situation with prostate cancer that if you detect it early, it's almost 100 percent it's going to be cured.
1: At age 50, McEnroe says his age group is the target for his campaign, and any male can be at risk.
7: I mean, one out of six guys are going to get it. That's pretty big. So, I think that there's some credibility, it's not like I'm hawking something, Um, what what I'm hawking is basically people getting uh, to go see their doctor and and realizing what options they they have and to sort of maintain an active and healthy lifestyle, so uh, to me, uh, they should be doing that anyway.
1: The seven-time Grand Slam winner stays in the game as a TV commentator and is still active with his New York-based World Team Tennis Club. Dave Lebeski, The Associated Press. Uh
0: so yeah so, so uh, I think I think it's good that that people get out there uh uh you know uh, to, to get out there to to increase awareness uh, of this uh uh and uh you know and, and females are not left out of this uh uh next month uh, October is uh, breast cancer awareness month and actually this month which I uh, was not aware of uh you know every month is an awareness campaign for something but I I guess uh you know, this month is uh, ovarian cancer um, awareness month, and especially for the for the uh, medical people and physicians, you know, who who are aware of this. I mean, ovarian cancer is is uh, can be very tragic. We don't have a lot of good uh, screening tools, and when, when we detect uh, something like ovarian cancer, it's usually when it has spread everywhere uh, and uh, cannot do much to treat uh, to treat this. Um, and uh, there's a story here from uh, from uh, uh, TV talk show host Kelly Rippa from uh, uh, what's that show Regis and Kelly and uh, here she is talking about uh, ovarian cancer I Um,
8: I feel that with with any cancer they're all worthwhile causes Some get more publicity than others. Um, I feel that this has been an an under-publicized cancer. A lot of people don't know what to look for um, as far as detection. There are no early warning signs. Most women know very little about ovarian cancer. Most women don't know they have it until it's too late. So those are some, a, a handful of the hundreds of reasons I've gotten involved. Uh, September is ovarian cancer awareness month. This is a disease that is taking thousands of women away from their families and loved ones. Sure. Most women feel uh, like they are having indigestion or gas pain. Um, that's really all we have to go on right now. Um, and and the sad fact is. Ovarian cancer, if caught early, is treatable 90% of the time. It's a great, fun, easy way to raise uh, awareness and funds for OCRF. All you have to do is text Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, to 85944 and donate $5. I know times are tough right now. People don't have a lot of money to part with. It's an easy way, it's not an expensive way to really make a difference uh, in the lives of thousands of women and their families.
0: So, so yeah, I think, uh, you, know, uh, you know, sometimes uh, uh, celebrities are idiots, you know, and, and, and those are the things that make the news. Uh, but sometimes, you know, uh, celebrities uh, use their power for good, um, and to increase awareness, especially about uh, some of these uh, tragic cancers here. Uh, I will take a little bit of a. Uh, I'm going to take a break right now, and uh, we'll we'll lighten things up here a little bit. Right after the break, you're listening to the Doctor Anonymous Show live on Blog Talk Radio. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Yes, lowering your blood pressure one point at a time. This is the Dr. Anonymous show. I want to give a little shout-out to the people in my chat room. Hello, chat room. We have Cop. We have Jesse from the Woodshed Crew Radio Show. We have Jabulani checking in from across the pond there. We have J-Man. We have Mother Jones. We have Ramona. We have Tammy. We have The Burl. And, of course, Ben from the Woodshade Crew Radio Show, 9 p.m. Sunday night, right here on Blog Talk Radio. And, yes, four weeks from today is the Blog World Expo. And I think what I'm going to be doing for maybe almost every show here is uh, to give you the uh, countdown to Las Vegas, countdown to Blog World Expo, And uh, here's some music to, uh, I don't know, just kind of start that off. course, is Picking Up the Pieces, one of my favorite songs ever, and uh, it is from the... uh, (laughs) I know I'm going to... uh, (laughs) I'm going to get some comments in the chat room on this, but uh, that was from one of my favorite movies ever uh, with Vince Vaughn. It's called Swingers, and it's not about what you think it is. (laughs) It's one of the funniest movies ever. It's a comedy. It's about two guys that go to Vegas, and... uh, (laughs) Comes with like lines like Vegas, Vegas baby, Vegas, Vegas baby. I can just do that. So, uh, so yeah. So countdown to Las Vegas. So, uh, so this week uh, I got I uh, got some emails uh, from the uh, blog uh, blog world expo staff. They were asking for some information since I am a speaker. I am a speaker at Blog World Expo. They wanted, uh, they wanted some information about that. And I, I did get my hotel uh, confirmation there. And uh, I think we do have some people in the chat room who will be going to the Blog World Expo. Um, I think uh, our good friend Mother Jones will be there. Ramona will be there. Uh, and I will be arriving there, I believe, on the Wednesday night so it will be the uh, the uh, the night before the uh, Med Blogger uh, the Med Blogger uh, programming track. Uh, so I will be getting there uh, Wednesday night, and uh, unfortunately I have to be back home on uh, on uh, uh, on Saturday. So I will be there uh, uh, Wednesday night, Thursday, and all day Friday, and flying the red eye out on uh, Friday night from Las Vegas and uh, landing back home about uh, 6 a.m. and then going straight to my meeting on Saturday morning. So, uh, so in case people want to stalk me, that will be my itinerary. <laughs> uh, so hopefully, you know, as, uh, uh, as, each, uh, as each Dr. Anonymous show, uh, uh, you know, uh, gets along in the next uh, few uh, weeks here, I will be giving you an update on uh, what I am doing here. And uh, um, I, I wrote a blog post uh, for the uh, Blog World Expo blog. And uh, you can uh, you can get there to uh, blogworldexpo.com. And you can check out my wonderfully written blog post talking about my uh, panel session, which will be at uh, Blog World Expo and uh, among the people on my panel will be the probably the uh <laughs> the fastest rising star in medical podcasting yes that's right it will be dr rob himself uh will be on my panel uh and we'll be talking about blogging and patient privacy so that will be a uh, that will be a uh, a good Good thing to talk about uh, there. I have decided about doing a show while I'm in Vegas. So I'm still trying to work out those details there. That will be fun to give a live report from Las Vegas uh, during the meeting. I'm still trying to work out the logistics of that to see if I can actually actually make that happen. So stay tuned uh, for that. So uh, that ends the uh, Countdown to Las Vegas uh, segment here. And uh, uh, we'll we'll talk about some other uh, news stories here. And and what I would call here is these are kind of non-serious news stories to lighten things up here. But to start off the segment, of course, we need some news music. Hey, I want to give a shout out to
5: Dom, the
0: weirdo king in the chat room. Um, Another one of the key components to the Woodshed Radio Show, Sunday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Blog Talk Radio. So, uh, you know, there's not a lot of things going right in the country of Russia, people even remember where russia is it is it is somewhere it is somewhere on the right side of the world map <laughs> but recently they took a step which i think is in a negative a negative direction with regards to you know the uh, the drink we know as beer now of course you know they're known for vodka vodka Uh, this is an interesting story that Russia (laughs) is trying to ban beer here's the story
3: Russia's president wants to see more of this and less of this this fitness festival in Moscow is encouraging young people to turn away from alcohol and smoking and instead, engage in sporting activities. It comes as Russia's president has kicked off an anti drinking campaign. He's ordered new restrictions on the sale of beer and similar beverages. The restrictions would bar the sale of beer in cans or bottles larger than about 12 ounces. The new rules don't apply to wine, vodka, or other hard liquors. But while some in Moscow welcome the changes, like this young boxer. No, no, that is- alcoholism can be defeated if more people turn to sports. Others say the new limits won't have any great effect on them, as witnessed by just walking outside the fitness festival venue. Young people openly drinking beer. This 20-year-old says he likes beer and doesn't see anything wrong with drinking it out in the open. A study published in June in the Lancet Medical Journal found that drinking has caused more than half of deaths among Russians aged 15 to 54 since the 1991 Soviet collapse, Myra Lopez, The Associated Press.
0: Banning alcohol, kids. Banning alcohol. Banning beer <laughs> in Russia. <laughs> Isn't that like kind of uh, like banning strippers in Vegas? <laughs> I mean, that just it just does not make sense. I mean, there's alcohol everywhere. <laughs> There maybe they're just trying to uh boost up the vodka industry <laughs> that's there <laughs> oh man, so but you know it's uh of course you know if if uh if you're drinking you, you, ha- you have to you have to worry about driving you have to worry about driving you know you have to drink responsibly, especially if it's beer or vodka or something like that but uh, here's a story about uh you know sometimes people drink and drive it's it's an unfortunate uh it's an unfortunate uh, incident and uh, you know sometimes can be tragic but uh but not in this story here <laughs> in this story <laughs> there's a guy on a scooter that's right a guy on a scooter who was drinking and driving on the scooter. That's all I'm going to set up for this story. Here it is.
1: Rolling along this Milwaukee freeway ramp at 2.30 in the morning, the guy on a motorized scooter. He's uh, hugging the right wall. I don't want to stop here. It was 35-year-old Daniel Semplaski. Court records show he has four prior drunk driving convictions, but not one like this. And Now he's rolling again. The scooter eventually rolled to a stop. And this is real dangerous, Bandit
0: Scooter. Can you imagine what would happen if a car would hit you? I don't even want
1: to think about that. Simplasky told sheriff's deputies he downed a 12-pack of beer before rolling off on the scooter, borrowed from a neighbor after fracturing his foot. He says he did not mean to hop on the freeway, but once he was on, it was tough to get off until the next exit. Lee Powell, The Associated
0: Press. (laughs) It was tough to get off the highway the next exit <laughs> oh man uh here in ohio they have uh, uh they have uh, uh <laughs> oh man uh, they have a place here called uh, it's called a Putin bay here in uh uh in, in here in ohio and it's an island uh and uh <laughs> uh they, they have uh they have they have, they have, I think they have oh they have golf carts out there they have golf carts out there uh you know close to the bars where you know people can drive and that type of thing and uh you know um, at least everybody around here has known somebody who who has gotten a DUI from uh a golf cart when they were in Putney Bay um Ohio so uh, that's I always enjoy uh hearing those stories. that's uh it's, it's very funny <laughs> but if that 's not enough here 's a story about uh about a guy who found out uh he found he found a a a patch of ice in his roof that probably came from a uh, uh from an airplane. <laughs> and he got stuck in his roof. <laughs> oh, this is funny. Uh, here's the story.
4: A Detroit man says a softball-sized chunk of ice fell from the sky on Sunday, crashing through his roof and leaving a gaping hole. It could have hit me, or it could have hit the kids. They're playing a couple doors away, because it's so close. You know, I don't, I don't know. I'm really glad that it didn't. That would be a terrible thing. Gerald Young says he thinks the ice fell from a plane flying overhead around 6 o'clock in the evening. A neighbor says they heard a whistling sound before the ice crashed into the roof and rolled to the ground. At the time, there was an outdoor party next to Young's home, but no one was hit by the ice. For now, Young has reported the incident to the FAA. An FAA spokesman says the agency is investigating the incident, but there is a better chance of tracking the ice down if Young still has a piece. Diane Kefly, The Associated Press.
0: So so but in the chat room says they're dropping like flies. <laughs> People are leaving my show. Ah, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I appreciate anybody uh listening to my show in the first place. Brent wants me to break out the dancing llamas. I may have to do that. That would be uh that would be very uh very, very entertaining. <laughs> So we've talked about uh, you remember, uh, and everybody has seen the the infomercials for uh, for the Snuggie.
2: <laughs>
0: I even had a Snuggie on this show a few months ago uh, to model it for all of you on the live webcam. But uh, it looks like it looks like uh, the Snuggie has really went mainstream now because it has uh, showed up um, at one of the. Uh, one of the uh, fashion shows here, um, and I'm trying to find a story here to, uh, to share with you, because uh, I think it's just kind of really interesting. Here it is.
3: All the big names came out for New York Fashion Week. Mark Jacobs, Betsy Johnson, Donna Karen, and Snuggie. Yes, Snuggie. Do your nails, text your lady friends. The Blanket with Sleeves staged a runway show on Tuesday, complete with high fashion models. Its marketing pitch is that unlike blankets, your hands aren't trapped inside if you have to reach for the remote control. Tuesday's show was a gimmick, sure, but also a real effort to introduce new colors and styles that included animal prints, tie-dye, camouflage, and a luxury micro plush snuggie. Also shown were snuggies for children and dogs. Myra Lopez, the Associated Press. I mean,
0: I'm I'm just kind of just say, you know, saying is it, this? It, is it a slow news day? It's probably it's probably a slow news day if you're if you're covering snuggies at a fashion show. <laughs> just it. <saying. laughs> oh well, I guess I should mention this. I, would, I guess I'll just I'll just briefly mention the because I wanted to play the audio clips here. So so the the Cayenne West. Uh, incident at the uh, MTV Video Music Awards happened this past week, which I'm really kind of confused about because, uh, you know, MTV does not even play videos anymore. (laughs) What is uh, the deal with that? So unless you've been uh, underneath a rock, uh, you probably missed this story, but uh, here is the (laughs) Here's the here's the quote that started it all here on Sunday night while I was watching my, uh, my, uh, my football games here. Here we go.
6: But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. One of the best videos of all
0: time. Oh, man. What is up with that, man? <laughs> <laughs> but that's not it. That's not it so so then he goes on this uh, <laughs> on this uh, apology uh, campaign for the next I don't know 24 uh, 36 hours I got to catch part of it uh, on the uh, new uh, ten o'clock uh, Jay Leno show and uh, this was kind of interesting everybody whoa that's too loud sorry about that that's too loud let me try this.
1: Jay-Z, Rihanna, and Kanye West here tonight. Uh, but before they perform, this really wasn't planned. We did this at the kind of last minute. Kanye wanted to talk, so please welcome Kanye West. <laughs> Have a seat, nice my friend. First of all, Say uh, thank you, thank you for honoring this commitment. A lot of times, people, things happen. They kind of back out at the last minute, or they have a, a publicist or someone call and say, "Oh, I'm sorry, my client's not available." So thank you for, for coming and doing this in light of all the things that were going on. Uh,
6: tell us about your day. Have you had a tough day today? Yeah, it's been extremely uh, difficult. Um, I just, just dealing with the fact that. I hurt someone or took anything away you know from a talented artist or from anywhere because I I only wanted to help people you know my my entire life I've only wanted to give and do something that I felt was right and I immediately knew in this situation that it was wrong and it wasn't a spectacle or just you know it's actually someone's uh, emotions you know that I stepped on and it was very it was just, it was rude period and you know, I would like to be able to apologize to her in person and you know, I wanted to. So when did you know you were wrong? Was it afterwards as you were doing it? When did it strike you, uh-oh, like as like, soon as I gave the mic back to her and then she didn't oh. keep going. And... <laughs> yeah. I like... Let me ask something, yeah. I was fortunate enough to meet your mom and talk with
1: your mom a number of years ago. <laughs> Uh, What do you think she would have said about this?
6: Um,
2: Would she be disappointed in this? Would she give you a lecture?
6: Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, I, I deal with her and, you know, so many, you know, celebrities, they never take the time off, and I, I've never taken the time off to really, you know, I just, music after music and tour right. after tour and tour, and I, I just ashamed that my hurt caused, you know, someone else's hurt. My, my dream of what award shows were supposed to be caused, you know, and it, I don't try to justify it because I was just in the wrong, that's, that's period, but I need to, after this, take some time off and just analyze how I'm going to, you know, make it through the, the rest of this life, how I'm going to improve. And because I am a celebrity, and that's something I have to deal with. Yeah. And if there's anything I could do to to help Taylor in the the future or help anyone, I like to, you know I, I I wanna I wanna live this thing. It's hard, you know. It's okay. sometimes so. Okay. Hey, listen. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming here, and thanks for doing that. All
0: right, I can't
1: listen to that anymore. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's see. I got a couple. I, I got Mother Jones on hold here, but I, I'm gonna. I, I did want to play these other couple of clips here just to kind of uh, finish up this, uh, this story here. Uh, I did get. Uh, let's see. I did get to uh, get. I hope I uploaded it. Uh, yeah, Taylor Swift here was on the view, the very next day, and this is kind of what she said about what he said. What was going through your mind?
8: Yeah. Well, um, I think my overall thought process went something like. Wow, I can't believe I won. This is awesome. Don't trip and fall. I'm going to get to thank the fans. This is so cool. Oh, Kanye West is here.
5: (laughs) Cool haircut.
8: (laughs) (laughs) Kanye West is here. Cool haircut. What are you doing there? (laughs) And then, ouch. And then, I guess I'm not going to get to thank the fans.
9: Now he said um, he came on Jay Leno, and he said uh, he wanted to apologize to you face-to-face. If he came to you, would you want to meet with him
8: face-to-face? Sure. I mean, he has not personally reached out or anything, but if he wanted to say hi. He hasn't
9: called or sent a message or
5: an email or anything? No. Wow. But do you feel Hopefully. hard
8: feelings about it, Taylor, or not? You know, I'm not going to say that I wasn't rattled by it. Rattled. Uh, I had to perform live five minutes later, yeah. so I had to get myself back to the place where I could perform yeah.
0: so. so so that's what she had to say about it and finally this 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 final clip here <laughs> like he hasn't he doesn't have enough to worry about and enough to do. the president of the United States had to uh uh voice his opinion about this. Now of course he didn't know. I mean he had an open mic, uh which I think was very hilarious, but uh, this is what he had to say about the situation. Courtesy of TMZ.com. dot com.
2: Were your girls as hacked off as mine were that Kanye gave <laughs> Taylor Swift the Joe Wilson treatment?
0: I thought that was really inappropriate.
5: Yeah.
0: You know? I mean, it was like she's getting an award
7: what are you buttoning in? I I I hear you. I I agree with you. <laughs> I, I hope I, I so that as the
5: first question.
2: Taylor. <laughs> the young lady seems like a perfectly nice person. She's getting her award. What's he doing Why up he there? Do that? He's a jackass.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. This, all this stuff. I'm assuming all this stuff. Where's the pool? Come on, guys. let cut the president some slack. I got a lot of other stuff on my plate. Yeah, because I remember last time there was the fly thing. That was the highlight of uh
2: <laughs> now that worked out well for you. That was, uh, was you were a ninja. Yeah.
5: Except
1: and Reggie, uh Reggie has the plot release at about seven minutes. <laughs> yeah. And you got the
0: chopsticks this <laughs> time? <was done. laughs> yeah, right. So yeah. There you go. So so oh, uh MJ, what 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 do you think about this, man?
9: Oh my god. This guy is so full of crap. He reminds me of a lot of people I've dealt with over the years. As a professional nurse, I would have to just have to sit there in my chair and listen to a guy like this whine and cry and go on and on and on. And I would nod and, you know, be very therapeutic with him. But if I were his mother, I would be slapping the crap out of him. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, Kanye, if you're listening, here's a little motherly advice. First, I don't know what you're drinking because apparently he was chugging a bottle when he was walking down the red carpet with that hootie on his arm. Great. But first, please, ditch the girl twist the girl, fish the bottle and get alive.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, let's 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 move on from that. So, so yeah, so MJ, you got you got thoughts on this Vegas deal? What's uh what's uh, what, what do you think?
9: Um, well, I can't wait to meet you in person.
0: Oh no, I'm I'm very uh, I'm very disappointing in person. I'm I'm a lot shorter than what people think. I'm actually uh, I'm actually four feet tall.
9: Is that with or without the lips?
0: Wow! Stop it!
9: <laughs> I heard you're cute though.
0: No, no, that's uh. uh <clears throat> Uh, that, that's the Botox that uh, that I take. So it's really? not
9: really.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
9: Because yeah. you're a celebrity, you do the Botox now.
0: Exactly, exactly. You've done yeah, Hollywood I, on us. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I will. Uh, see, so so when I land in Vegas, when I'm smiling, it's not because I'm actually smiling. It's it's actually the Botox.
9: Now wait a minute. I thought if you did Botox, you couldn't smile. Or have any, like, emotion on your face?
0: It uh, it depends. It does? Yeah, it depends.
9: Okay. So um, I asked you uh, in the chat room before the show opened what you were going to be doing in Vegas. And you were um, kind of, um, you didn't really want to answer that question. And Ramona and I were talking about entering a wet t-shirt contest. I don't know if you noticed that. Uh, That dialogue going on between the two of us. So I just want to know, are you going to be the judge in that contest? Is that why you didn't want to tell us what you were going to be up to?
0: Well, see, I I don't want to be getting in trouble before I get there. (laughs) (laughs) You're already starting to get me in trouble here. And uh well, I, I, not I gonna, heard I you not
9: do a good job on your own.
0: Uh well, I mean, that's that, that's probably what the YouTube videos out there say about me, but that is just not true. I have to deny that.
9: Videos don't lie, Doctor A.
0: Oh, uh, you know, they're 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 doctored up, if you know what I'm talking about.
9: Doctored up. hmm. Oh, by the way, just a word of warning. You know, my new iPhone, I got the newest one and um it has a video camera in it.
0: Uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not very good, so I, I wouldn't count on it too too much.
9: Oh, it works fine.
0: <laughs>
9: <laughs> I've been practicing.
0: Oh, really? I I really don't really know. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: uh, so, sir, is, is there anything else uh, that you want to get me in trouble uh, uh, about uh, before I close up the show here?
9: Mm, no, no, I, I, I think that's about it. I can't wait to meet you. Um, I want to listen to your um, explanations and learn everything there is to know about. Um, how to do a broadcast on the internet um and i i i'm gotta get your autograph
0: really are you gonna
9: be selling those or are you gonna give them away
0: uh no i i'll I'll be giving them away yeah i don't I don't think anybody would wanna do that.
9: are you gonna do the eight by ten photos quasi photos
0: yeah. <laughs> Are we going
9: to nose those on eBay?
0: Do you think I'm that self-centered there, MJ? Uh, yeah, no, I'm getting them I work think on. I
9: think you're that famous.
0: I'm uh, I'm getting them worked on tomorrow, so uh, <laughs> it would be me 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 and Kanye. We're going to go out and take <laughs> some pictures and stuff.
9: Okay, just keep the cognac. Is, was he drinking cognac? Did
0: I he, believe so. Yeah. Keep
9: that crap away from him. <laughs> Tell him I will beat him down.
0: Wow. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll tell him that when I uh, when I see him next. Okay. <laughs> All right, MJ. It's it's always great talk with you. Uh, you know, uh, if you if you come up with something else to get me in trouble, just call back next week. You know, because you know it's, oh, I it's, it's a big countdown. It's a big countdown. I, I want to try to hype this thing up, you know, and uh, get people to to come to this thing and, uh, you know, have a good time. And I'll record it and put it on YouTube. So I'm just saying.
9: Oh, cool. All right.
0: All right. Well, I'll talk to you later. Hey, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it.
9: Not a problem. Talk to you later.
0: All right. Bye. So, bye. <laughs> Uh, so that's our good friend there, Mother Jones RN, and uh, always great to talk to. She always uh, always wants to get me in trouble. <laughs> uh, so that's it. I can't believe I got through an hour here. It's crazy, crazy stuff here. Uh, but uh, but yeah, the big uh, Blog World Expo is coming to Las Vegas four weeks. From tonight, I will be there with bells on, uh, and it's going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. I'm going to be getting to meet people in the medical blogosphere who I have never met before, and more importantly, they will get to meet me. I know, very exciting. Uh, so that's it. Yeah, I'm not going to extend out here. I'm just going to I'm just going to stop here uh, in about 70 seconds. Uh, at the top of the hour, I do want to uh, thank everybody for joining me. You guys are the best. Um, thanks for joining me here on the Doctor Anonymous show. I will not be doing a, a Saturday show here this week. I have a, uh, I'm playing soccer doc, and uh, I will be, uh, I will not have time to do that. I will, uh, I will be at the uh, Anionboro live show on uh, Saturday night, 10 p.m. I'll be hanging out there. Uh, also, uh, check out the uh, Woodshed Radio Show, 9 p.m. on Sunday night here on the network. Uh, but I'll be back here one week from tonight uh, with uh, more stories, more fun uh, for all of you. So uh, thank you, everybody, for joining me here on the Dr. Anonymous show. You can go to dot .net, .org. There's no closing music here tonight. I will just uh, say good night from Dr. Anonymous headquarters, world headquarters here in Northeast Ohio. Have a good weekend. Have a good week. And we'll see you next time. Good night, everybody.